is known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. All right, all right, all right. What's up? It's Monday. We're almost halfway through the month of December 2022, of course. And there is a lot going on with space news um, in terms of um, my film Shackled to Silence. If you haven't seen it, you have to get it. You can go to shopshep.vip and go to the film section and find Shackled to Silence and order the DVD. You have to see it. It's imperative. What what the film talks about is it goes through and we investigate the lockdown. Aaron Cole comes along and we go across the United States and we find out all these things that are going on, talk to different people. And essentially it talks about how the government went into continuity of government cog, as they call it over the invisible enemy. Now, the invisible enemy is known as COVID. But was that a militarized worldwide blanket operation between the largest nations, the United Nations, the G20 nations, and world governments to ready their underground bases, prepare because we are in a danger zone. There was a convergence of asteroids. They locked Washington, D.C. down. This was documented. Now, we find uh, over the past three and four and five years, cover stories that there's a second moon, that Earth has a second moon. We have never in our lifetimes heard that Earth has had a second moon. All of a sudden, sudden stories surface saying the earth has a second moon. We will be getting into this more after the break and covering some news with Aaron Cole. Uh, But more recently, in the November nighttime sky in Arizona, and there are photographs, and it didn't last too long and I'll explain why but a family managed to a lady witnessed it and four people where they saw what they thought was a rogue planet out beyond the moon about the size of the moon possibly bigger could have been way farther and really big definitely a little bigger than the moon maybe in the proximity of the moon. There's the movie Moonfall. What's the chance that there's a large object like the asteroid Apophis or something way bigger in Earth's orbit that's gonna not just smash down on one city like New York and destroy the whole thing and kill everyone, but it will actually kind of come down at a grazing angle 
and scrape across entire continents and countries, devastating everything in its path. Is that possible? Can there be this object? It's been spotted. Or so a woman claims. We'll be right back. I'm in your vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines rather than focusing on long drawn out scientific arguments. The author focuses on the simple common sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, how do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think. It simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, Listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest electronic beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN. Live. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Goey Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Goey Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. Get Gobi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. 
Hey, it's Aaron from The Cole Report, and I just want to remind you, if you miss any of the live shows, you can catch the rebroadcast all week long. There's a schedule on the homepage. Click it, and it'll show you everything going on for the whole week. And if that's not convenient enough for you, you can catch The Shepherd and Bella Show, The Rained Out Rancast, and The Cole Report on Apple and Spotify for your listening pleasure. He sometimes wears glasses to see what others don't. In past lives, he was always himself. He doesn't wear Nike, yet he still does it. He's Shepard Ambellus, and you are listening to his show. Well, a lady out of Arizona uh, witnessed a moonlit or a planet-like object in the sky bigger than the moon. It looked like the Death Star, she said, off of Star Wars is one of the ways she could describe it. I'm thinking Wormwood, a massive asteroid, something like that. We will be covering this in detail But Aaron Cole is going to get into some of the latest news, and we're going to also see how this might dovetail into what is going on with our space matters at the moment. Yes. Okay. So for those who haven't seen Shackled to Silence, you got to. You got to go buy this shit. Shopshep.vip. Go buy this. You can get it in physical or um, or a digital download, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Shepard. But you got to watch this. Shepard has this ability. And uh, I, I told him, I, th- I don't remember which day of the, the car ride we were on when we were going around filming shit. Uh, I told you, Shepard, I was like, I'm, I'm like an on-the-ground kind of guy. I see stuff, for, you know, like at one level. And you are the guy that's up in the trees. You can see the forest from the trees. And you're able to tie all this stuff together. What what was scary with, with COVID is that we've never seen the world react in a certain way. And you're able to, to put that together with all of the uh, all the data from from like a, what the, the the ground based observatories were seeing and all these models and everything. And that was very frightening. It, it it still keeps me up at night sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I try to just focus on the ground level because this this level of what what could be possibly going on and they're hiding from us. Of course they don't want to let us know anything that's going on. Um so so to reset all that <clears throat> okay, we had COVID thrown at us and, and that's been what's going on. It's kind of fading. We still see people wearing masks and the the mind control is still very much there. It seems like they're trying to push this. This um, it's not a new thing by any stretch of the imagination. RSV, I, I have the name on the tip of my tongue, but I, I can't think of it. It's like a something vestigial, respiratory vestigial. I, I can't think of it. I, I, I don't know, <laughs> but it, it's some shit that usually just affects you know like kids and maybe older people. I think there's like already a vaccine and everything for it, supposedly. It's something that does not usually affect very many people. 
But when we bring in like with the COVID shots that people were scared into, this is probably low, uh, lowered some people's immune system, it seems like. So what we're, what we're able to do with that is put people in a next level state of, of fear and panic, right? So we, we can get lockdowns introduced a lot more easily. We can control the people. We can tell them where they can't go. We can tell them... Uh, respiratory synestitial virus. I, I feel like I'm Sam Tripoli in the hell out of that. <laughs> but um, so so we got the, we got the next boogeyman, okay? But that boogeyman is not the main thing to focus on, right? There is something bigger coming, and the the pictures you've been sharing of of like this other object out there. I've seen you um have that data where like the Earth's magnetic field is shifting it's moving around like there's something coming in it, it feels like to me sometimes that a lot of the the shit that um i cover a lot of people especially like <laughs> like temple and shit like that they, they're just covering the window dressing they are not seeing the forest from the trees and you you do have that unique ability to do that and this, what what you what you shared with me, I guess this weekend uh, to kind of prepare for the show, completely mind boggling. It, it seems like there is is a large another large body kind of moving in, and we've seen like how many of these these videos on Twitter have we seen with these uh, like ring doorbells where these all these um, asteroids or whatever you want to call them coming in, comets like burning up in the atmosphere. The the that that level of activity has been off the chain. Volcanoes, I don't have that pulled up at the moment. Maybe we can do that here in a second. But it seems like the the Earth is is rocking and rolling as well with with volcanoes going off. All you all the weirdos, I'm saying you, but uh, I don't think anybody that listens to this believes in the the climate change scenario. But volcanoes, that's going to cool off the Earth. Shepherd, man, it, it seems like the the earth is rocking and rolling. And the governments are pushing out some new some new level of uh, lockdown bullshit, dude, to uh, well, cover up for what's coming. Uh, California is going back into a lockdown phase. It looks like as well. And you know, I said, you know, when they were t- in like the first two weeks of COVID, when they were talking about we need two weeks to flatten the curve, I said the that this would all last years, and it has. And I even got laughed mm-hmm. at for that. I think I was literally like the only journalist in the world saying that. And like some people jumped on the bandwagon like three months later or something. But um, at the time that was like insane. And um, somehow I knew what was coming. Cause like I had all these data points from um, everything that I've covered over the years, continuity of government, the mass graves being prepared, FEMA, how it FEMA, works. Yeah. And then they went in and, Donald Trump activated the um, Stafford Act and all this stuff, and it gained us the 50 governors and the activation of the ultra elite FEMA program that ties into continuity of government where they take over. And um, the presidents are essentially no longer in control, and that's why we have this weird puppet show like government going on right now. And even in the latter part of the Trump administration, we saw this. And Um, it has to do with space. They're scared of these objects, um, in space. This, I don't know if this is the object that they're scared of. Now this could be anything from a brown dwarf star 
and it looked like it had another planet or moonlit around it. So, and that's oh why, that's why it's really hard to see this because they don't always reflect light and it was only grabbing some light from the moon it for a certain amount of time because th- you know, that's how that works. It could be like a dark asteroid that absorbs light. So, um, you know, or it could be like, um, Apophis lurking up there. It could be a lot farther out and it could be moving in. And this was the first person to witness it. So this lady, I mean, like people might laugh this up, but this lady was probably one of the first witnesses. Now about a year and a half ago or a year ago, and I'd say like a year and a half ago, a lady from Ireland contacted me and sent me pictures of this exact same thing. So, but it wasn't as close. So I think it's made a lot of headway. So I actually think it's getting closer now than they made the movie moonfall. Um, you know, I had a dream. I feel like drawn to these things. It's weird. Um, maybe we'll talk about that later. I'm going to play this clip uh via youtube courtesy of the mr mb333 channel and we're going to listen to this lady's uh encounter with this moonlit or planetoid like object that's like a death star okay today is december 8th i'm it's around 1 p.m 2022 i'm on the phone with mandy from sierra vista arizona and mandy saw something incredible in the sky from sierra vista during the overnight hours of november 16th and i have mandy on the phone hello mandy hello how are you good how are you doing i'm doing well good that's great to hear what i'd like to do i got the pictures that you sent me of what you're describing as a moon that you saw um, in the nighttime sky from sierra vista arizona um, at 2 15 a.m on november 16th however it was not the moon that we are all familiar with could you elaborate and 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 share your experience um, with us, please, and and what drew you outside at two fifteen, and what you saw. Absolutely, um, my dog actually woke me up. She needed to go out and use the restroom. Um, I typically have to follow her out. She won't come back in. She's a bit stubborn. So um, I'm waiting on the porch for her and kind of stargazing. And I see the only thing that I could really describe as being possibly a rogue planet or another moon it was an orb or a sphere um in our eastern sky um it was slightly larger than the moon it was about excuse me 15 degrees off the horizon and i believe the moon was located about 40 degrees in the sky at the time um i'd watched it for a while it was about 30 minutes that i watched it it didn't really move other than to follow the pace of the moon as it ascended into the sky um as it ascended in the sky there were stars this thing on hey i want to show you something real quick but you're only in the background behind the object the object would cover the stars Uh as it ascended with the moon okay um so that's that's telling us there was something physical there if it was blocking out the stars. definitely definitely um it wasn't really um it wasn't reflective but it was it was highlighted by it was illuminated by the light of the moon um I watched it for a long time, just 
kind of wondering what I'm looking at, um, I decided to come inside and wake my husband up around 2.45. That was about 30 minutes after looking at the thing. Um, he came out with me and confirmed that I wasn't crazy. I was really seeing something up there, and it was the size of the moon, and neither of us could identify it. I asked him what he thought it might be, and he, his only explanation was it looked like another planet. Um, it seemed to be smooth. I uh, didn't really have much texture to it other than um, like a crater or a dimple on the front of it that the moonlight kind of cast a shadow into. Um, at that point, we decided to wake up our teenage children. We have a 14 and 16-year-old. Okay. Um, we came in and got them and had them come out and look at it also because it's just they needed to see it. It was very peculiar. So, so they saw it as well. Yeah. So four, um, four, they, four different people saw this in the nighttime sky. Yes, okay. and the um, my husband and the kids watched it for probably about 30 minutes themselves. I watched it for about a total of an hour. Okay. Um, once it was about the 40-degree angle in the sky, about where the moon was when I began watching yeah. it, it it just seemed to disappear. Just it didn't shrink. It didn't fly off. It didn't anything. It literally just seemed to, to just vanish. And it didn't make any noise. It was just no kind sound. of taking up Okay, so this lady witnessed this, uh, what she claims looks just like a Death Star. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, to me, this when I zoom in on this thing, it looks like wormwood or something. It yeah. almost looks like a brown dwarf. I'm, I myself, I'm, it, it looks like there's a planetoid orbiting it <clears throat> or a moonlit even. And I myself am wondering, like, okay, is this thing, like, a lot farther away than our moon? Like, way far away, and it's huge, and it's, like, on its way in? Or is this, like, in the atmosphere? It was blocking out stars. Uh, you know, what do you think of this, Aaron? I mean, well, this is wild. This, this is weird as shit, and, and it kind of drags me back. Looking at this picture real quick, I know it's kind of fuzzy, and some people might, you know, you know have their thoughts on it. But w what is this out in space? This this is something that's that's photographed out in space. I want to hear some somebody you know try to shit on this. Tell me why you don't think this is is something that's close to Earth. And you see that that little dot to the next of to the to I guess to the 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 south uh, west of it or whatever to the to the bottom right of it. I'm very fascinated with this, and I'm fascinated also with the tracking of these things, right? Because to take it back real quick to that that other angle of it of with like the the viruses and stuff and bill people, gates people and can go Hopkins. to my twitter um at shepherd ambellus i just tweeted it out at shepherd ambellus and you can see this picture it says object in question yes yeah we, i'd love to hear some feedback on it but who, the people tracking this are the same people that are tracking these viruses right and they run these tabletop situations it clearly makes sense to me how this is all interconnected and and Bill Gates, it just like I think in October, he just he just had out this this new um, uh, kind of tabletop thing where he's talking about a new uh, uh, pandemic that's going to target children and everything. That's going to get people even more ramped up, right? The same people doing the COVID shit are the same people fucking tracking space stuff. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> dude. Like, okay, right? yeah. How did we? And we exposed this in uh, Shackle to Silence, which people can find on at a uh, shop shep.vip the web address shop shep.vip go to the films shackled to silence get this uh we exposed that the double the operation dart where they are redirecting an asteroid we we exposed where that is uh 
has to do with the John Hopkins Institute. Uh, they are, um, uh, I, I, I mean, they are in control of the COVID map. The, the you know, they know where these danger zones might be. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, that it, it all seems to be coming together, like you say, Aaron Cole, and it makes me wonder, uh, you know, where this is all headed. So that that's an eyewitness. Now, before we go to the break, I'm going to play a little bit of this because all of a sudden they have like these cover stories and videos coming out saying that there's a second moon. All of a sudden, scientists found a second moon. As a child, you probably learned that unlike other planets, Earth only has one moon. However, it turns out this isn't the case. Planet Earth has two moons. But how did Earth's second moon come to be identified so recently? Will humanity ever journey to this second moon and where is it located? Join us as we explore Earth's second moon. Ooh, will they ever journey wow. to the first moon? So, I mean, this is mainstream. How old is that? This, this is five months ago. And, Holy um, shit. This, these are cover stories for what is coming. This massive asteroid is going to come down and crush us, or planetoid, and it's going to cause the Earth to uh, wobble or something, in my At opinion. At the very least. And, I, I mean, I don't know how soon this, this is going to happen, but they're worried about this. It, and it all ties in. It's very bizarre. Uh, One theory is that it was captured by the general population of the NEOs in its Earth-like orbit. Its low eccentricity and inclination, on the other hand, are unusual for captured co-orbital states in numerical simulations. How did Earth's second moon come to be discovered? Kamo or Alawa, Earth's quasi-moon, was discovered in 2016. According to Time, it's less than 50 meters across and orbits Earth in a corkscrew manner, traveling up to 100 times the distance our regular moon does. It's mostly driven by the sun's gravity, but this pattern appears because it's also, but not quite, on an Earth-like orbit. So it- This thing is, is, is the worst possible scenario if this is real. Like, imagine a giant planetoid moonlit-sized object and eventually it comes so close to earth that it grazes it mm-hmm. and it just like drags across like a whole continent. Oh yeah. That'd be way worse than just like one impact. Just the, that dragging motion moon moonfall. Wow. That in that movie, um, I, I, there's some kind of predictive programming going on there. There's a lot of shit going on. What, but just what do you think about this? I mean like, um, you know, the movie shackled to silence and then all of a sudden now it's like okay there's two moons there's people seeing uh these these objects that look like a death star in the sky i mean crazy when we get back we're gonna get into some dogman attacks and murders that went on in the lbl it's this uh, crazy forest in kentucky 
Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govee increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by five points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit gogastab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com. Hey everyone, Shepard Ambellis here. I just wanted to remind you to catch the show, The Shepard Ambellis Show, with co hosts Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on ATN.live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, ATN.live. Be there. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Embella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Embella's Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest Electronic Beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live. I'm in your vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines. Rather than focusing on long, drawn out scientific arguments, the author focuses on the simple, common sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, how do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think. It simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. 
He always skips the first date simply because he can. He once attended a Bilderberg meeting with a camera. His two cents are worth millions. He is Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. Well, have you heard of the Beast of the LBL? The land between the lakes in Kentucky. Um, A lot of uh, families have been driven out of the area since the 1960s. And there's a lot of um, gravestones, graveyards in the area. Um, There was um, murders in the area that police said that animals did but no one ever believed the story and there appears to be a militarized team that knows what's going on and they work with law enforcement but apparently there's dog man there's multiple dog man inside the lbl and they've been there for quite a long time and People didn't know what to make of this story for a long time, but there was a family of four killed in their motorhome. They were Amish, um, and they had uh, got excommunicated. They got a motorhome. They they uh, left the Amish community. What most people don't know is they brought someone with them, a 14, 15-year-old boy at the time, that was uh, playing with their son who was about 13 or something like that at the time. And they all decided to go camping in their new motorhome. They brought this kid along, but he was covered up from the story. Now he came forth and uh, he's going to tell us, he he told his story on um, YouTube to the cryptid studies Institute. If y'all subscribe to that channel, I will play a clip of the eyewitness account of this dogman attack that ended up with uh, all these people dead except for the one witness. I mean, it, it was just a good, good day's drive, if I remember right. And uh, uh, when did you want to talk about when we got there then, or? Uh, yeah, anything you think is notable, tell everything that you can. Well, um, I remember us pulling in, uh, the camping area, and again, we were still, we were still at the table looking out the, looking out the window, so I wasn't, uh, I wasn't real aware or, or really, you know, trying to look for anything until, uh, we got, uh, to the end of the, the, the campground, and that's when, uh, Levi stopped. And then we had to unhook the, the tow vehicle first so he could back that up, then pull the motor home ahead, then back the, the motor home in. Um, this is where it gets bad, guys. <laughs> Take all the time you need, Roger. Uh, and 
there's one thing I want to uh, point out too. We weren't there long enough to uh, to do any exploring or anything like that. We just basically pulled in. And it was just getting dark um, or dusk, so I'd, I'd say you know five ish, six o'clock, I guess maybe. And uh, after we got everything all set up, uh, the motorhome had self levelers. There was nobody nobody leveling the the you know underneath trying to level them or anything like that you opened up the passenger or the driver's side door that particular motorhome had that and behind the seat was a panel which had all the switches and everything and the only thing that was manually done was was they had to unhook a uh a safety hook on each of the jacks uh just so you know for travel purposes um but that was it they did that with now this guy was uh, about 15 years old at the time, 14, 15 at the time, and he was traveling with this um, what used to be an Amish family in their brand new motorhome they bought because they sold some of their Amish land to the Amish, and they left. And this was like a holiday Rambler Imperial, brand new, like in 1982. Long, uh, long metal rod they kept hanging by the the main door. Um got all that set up and everything and and uh they went uh, and they i mean his uh steven and levi went uh, uh oh i suppose 100 foot maybe a little bit more down the back of the motorhome to get some wood he just had a short double-headed axe that he used and i was inside and uh he told me that i could go ahead and do some target shooting if i wanted to and so I had the, there was a, a 410 crack barrel, you know, single shot shotgun. And I had some soup cans ready to go that I was going to take out. And the shotgun was laying on the, on the, uh, on the sofa that fold down into a bed. And I could hear some, uh, muffling, you know, like somebody was saying something in a loud voice towards the back of the camper. And you remember it was still a little bit chilly. So that's when I'd be like, oh close. shit. And uh, all of a sudden, the the uh, driver's side door of the motorhome popped open, and behind there, behind the door, is where uh, Levi kept a uh, 20-gauge pump shotgun. And this is where it all just happened so fast. Um, heard yelling. <clears throat> heard the yelling. Came around front of the motorhome. Stephen was being attacked by this thing, oh, no. and Levi shot and hit Stephen, and he hit this thing in the shoulder. Um, <clears throat> and I want to make a point that that Levi did not kill his own son. It was just. It was he was already dead, I think, from from this thing attacking him. And after he had shot, uh, this this thing came over and and uh, got a hold of Levi, and I believe is how he killed him was either bit him or or broke his neck, one or the other. I threw open the the, the main entrance door, and I had that uh, four ten shotgun. And when he got back into sight as he passed the main door, I just, it, it just all went black and all I did was fired and I shot and I did hit it. 
and he did go down, but got back up. And this is what they found in the tree. It was not Connie. I don't know where that awful tale come from, but they did not find her in that tree. This thing went up and died in the tree. So I you're saying scared. it was the the creature itself? Say that again, I'm sorry. I said it wasn't Connie then, it was the creature itself that they found in a tree. Absolutely. Absolutely one hundred percent. But she the authority said it was uh her. I don't know where that story come from. Was the, the after mom? I after I fired yeah. I got scared. I turned into a coward. And I rolled out the front step. Stephen was just in front of me. I rolled up underneath the motorhome and into the framework. At that at that same time as I was leaving the motorhome, uh, Connie and Dan was screaming, and I knew they were whatever with the other one. Now I want to point out I seen the one, the one I hit, but I didn't see the other one. But I, there had to have been two because it, whatever it was, they were screaming, oh my God, two it's dog coming men. through the window. I heard that coming through the window and I just figured that Connie and Diane were on their way with me. In other words, they would be running with, you know, following shortly behind, but they didn't. And, uh, that's when that, whatever it was, got a hold of them. And, uh, it wasn't, I could hear it through the floorboard, you know, through, through the bottom. It was muffled, but I could hear it. And, uh, it, uh, Jesus. And it was over fairly quick. Um, it, 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 and I, more of this dogman encounter on the other side. We're going to unpack this. This is at the land between the lakes. Y'all want to go camping? We'll be right back. Shepherd Ambella Show. Tell everyone. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. Is your car or truck experiencing ED? That's right, engine dysfunction. Has your drive life become a disappointment? Perhaps you're losing performance, or your pedal is feeling a little sluggish or soft. Maybe you're not able to go as long or as far as you used to. If this sounds familiar, then you need this little purple pill. The Goey Fuel Boosting Tablet could enhance your performance and give you back your drive life, helping you to go longer and faster and increase acceleration and helping you enjoy a nice, smooth ride. We are still talking about driving, right? Goey Fuel Tablets could not only save you money at the pump, but when you share the power of this pill and help others improve their drive life, you can earn money, lots of money. So don't let ED ruin your drive life. 
Get Govi Fuel Boosting Tablets today. Visit GoGasTab.com. ATN.Live, the Umbellas Talk Network is beyond news talk. It's cutting-edge talk, 24-7-365. Real people, real-life conversation. ATN.Live is also home to The Shepherd Umbellas Show and other great shows. The website is simple to use, and the sound quality is phenomenal. We stream in 194K audio and have a backup 64K stream for folks who don't have much internet bandwidth. Remember, don't forget, go to ATN.Live now. And for those who pledge $50 or more, you will receive free merchandise from Shepherd Umbellas. His two films on DVD video and his latest Electronic Beats album, so, show some love. ATN.Live, the Umbellas Talk Network, ATN.Live. I'm in Europe Vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines. Rather than focusing on long, drawn-out scientific arguments, the author focuses on the simple, common-sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, how do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think, it simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent, wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails, sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepherd and Bella Show. If you are in a position to contribute to the network, go ahead and please do so. We would like to advertise on some large platforms. There's a red button at the top. You can make a pledge. $50 or more and I'll send you some merch. I'll even send you Shackled to Silence, which is a $24 value. I'll send that out. Uh, Another film and a CD if you pledge $50 or more. Hit the red button, ATN.live. Let's dive back into this 
uh, eyewitness account when this guy was about 14 or 15 years old back in 1982. He was camping in, I guess, at a campground. Uh, and this campground, <clears throat> oddly, is by a cemetery in, in the land between the lakes. Uh, because I find that odd because do they conveniently have a cemetery there because this is going on often. Uh, we'll keep playing his, his encounter, but what do you think of this so far, Aaron? Uh, my, my biggest call out right here is, uh, I mean, I've heard several like Dogman stories here and there. Um, of course, uh, Dogman, what's that, what's that one with uh, Vic Cundiff? Uh, Dogman Encounters Radio. Yeah, um, I, I, I've heard several of those. I've never heard of like Dogman killing people, so this... This seems like a kind of next level. Have you ever heard of a story on that one or well, any other stories where dogmen are killing people? Yeah. This seems wild as shit. I think I think there has been um, a lot of things like that, um, but also we don't totally know for sure that this is dogman. But the way right, that true, this true. dude described it, it leads me to believe they were like juvenile dogmen, maybe like almost like teenager dogmen and maybe they were like kind of dickish or something and these people scared them or something um because they were chopping wood uh so i don't know uh there's a threat or something so yeah acting out yeah Yeah, this um, is a fascinating story i've never heard one quite like this it's crazy it's crazy let's see what this guy says yeah you're about i suppose i don't know time was flashing i I suppose it's 15 minutes I rolled out and I ran that whole way to the entrance. Just, I don't even know how long it took me to get there. And if you go to the entrance and take a, I took a right, well, right about then there was a gentleman in a blue Ford pickup. And I waved him down and I just sunk into the floorboard. And I told him what happened. And he was just, oh my God. And the trip, uh, the trip that he took me on, I suppose, to, to his farm was probably, it, it was it was short. I, I suppose it was 15 minutes, maybe. Everything was a real real short distance. And uh, I told the gentleman what happened. And, you know, they, there need to be ambulances, whatever, to, to get out there. And he almost acted like he knew. Um, very calm. Uh, we got to his residence, which was a farm, and uh, I stayed in the kitchen area, and he went and made a phone call. And uh, I, I, there again, I don't, because the wife was there, so I don't know who, who actually made the phone call, but it was actually kind of a lengthy conversation. And, uh, you know, they tried to comfort me the best they could, and then... Uh, I suppose it was like 40 minutes later. Uh, these gentlemen showed up. Um, I don't want to say they were FBI because I I don't know. They're, the people that were there, I they, they had absolutely no identification as far as being FBI or anything like that. But they absolutely were not local police. There was no state police, anything like that there. Um, they're, they're the ones that did take me back to the to the campground and um they were actually quite nice to me they were, they did not threaten me in any way shape or form and they just simply asked you know what did you see what did, what did 
they look like, um, about, you know, what, what you're asking me, you know, everything that I knew. And the only thing that was ever said to me was, uh, you know, at best just to forget about it and, and, uh, you know, move on. But I was, I was never threatened in any way. Um, the people that were there on site when we got back, they had to have been close by because that short a time, there was a, there was quite a few people. And I don't want to say there was hundreds of people there or anything, but uh, there was a lot of people there. Um, and they looked like National Guard, but there was no, uh, you know, there again, there was no markings. I mean, they, they were in, you know, uh, camouflage or whatever like that. But, uh, you know, there wasn't uh, hundreds of men, you know, forming a line and trying to find this thing. Or it was more of, uh, I, I guess, just, fact finding um there was some you know larger military vehicles and stuff like that there but uh nothing was marked i mean you know uh usually there's something marked on the side like those big trucks with a you know a star or something like that you know or something i guess uh you know maybe i'm thinking vintage world so unmarked vehicles it's like there was this team in the area and uh he goes on to to say that um you know, like there was these two men that uh, gave him a ride. One guy, his name was Walt. And he said, like, he almost thinks they were talking about how maybe those people were supposed to disappear, but they didn't for some reason. And if oh, you shit. think of all these missing people in the missing 411. So this guy starts uh, breaking down in the interview at one point because those people were killed. And he goes, I don't know how they just disappeared him like that. Where did they go? Where did that motorhome go? So there, there wasn't really like reports of this apparently or something. And they just like disappeared. These people kind yeah. Or they, or there's a facility for this or the military handles it. And it's like a common thing. Or maybe there was a bunch of dogmen and they herd them into wildlife preserve areas or <laughs> something. I mean, like there's some weird shit that I've seen. Um, it, it makes me wonder if some of these, like you go to like a tortoise reserve or something and it says like, really you know, don't, there. don't step here in this tortoise reserve. Cause it's <laughs> like prison time. They say, you know, right. Like there's signs. They say like, keep out, you know, is there really something like that housed in there? Or are these things, uh, from space, from another dimension? Are oh, they, that's my favorite. That's they, my favorite angle. Yeah. Are they working with the government, uh, underground base? protection i mean like what these are spotted around military bases often uh as well um so but it sounds like these could have been dogmen uh how he describes them he described them with big thick legs and thighs and they walk pretty much like men with dog heads we'll be back tomorrow hope you enjoy the show share it out make a pledge atn.live we need it if you like the content thanks Five stars on Apple. Y'all have a good night. I'm in your vaccine is a book that chronicles a parent's journey to question vaccines. Rather than focusing on long, drawn out scientific arguments, the author focuses on the simple, common sense blunders and inconsistencies around the vaccine narrative. When we break it down to how badly we've been lied to and deceived by the grand scheme, we don't need to argue deep scientific papers for days on end. If they can't get the simple questions answered and resolved, 
How do we expect them to tell us the truth when it comes to science? The book is not intended to tell you what to think. It simply asks you to see if you see a pattern and provides questions for you ask yourself and research that don't require you to be a scientist or medical professional. This is just one parent wanting to raise awareness among other parents. The author isn't claiming to be an expert in anything, but the best part is you don't need to be to ask these questions. Now available in paperback on Amazon Books. Just search I'm in your vaccines. That's I'm in your vaccines on Amazon Books. DNA is not your destiny. Your genes don't have to be your fate. Did you know that every disease known to man is a gene or pathway attached and assigned to them? We can show you exactly which genes and pathways are involved with your health condition and build a suggested custom protocol based on strategic compounds found in nature, the master craftsman of molecule, in order to help reverse engineer your issue. No labs required, no guesswork involved. We've done our due diligence so you don't have to. Connect the dots, get to the root, reverse engineer. Visit dna-diligence.com. Hey everyone, Shepard Ambellis here. I just wanted to remind you to catch the show, The Shepard Ambellis Show, with co hosts Bethany Adani and Aaron Cole every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on ATN.live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, ATN.live. Be there. We hope you enjoy what you hear on Ambella's Talk Network and want to remind you to check the full schedule for live broadcast showtimes. The Shepherd Ambella Show broadcasts on weekdays, Monday through Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Also, don't forget to catch the live broadcast of The Cole Report, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central. Then on every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, listen to Rained Out Rantcast on ATN.Live. Also, remember, don't forget to click the pink button in the upper right corner and make a pledge. Anyone who pledges support of $50 or more will receive two of Shep's documentary film DVD videos, and his latest electronic beats album titled Gangstalker 2.0. All shows are rebroadcast and looped daily until the next live show. ATN.Live, The Ambellas, Talk, Network. ATN.Live Nationwide gas prices have reached an all-time record high, and there's a lot of us that are feeling the squeeze. We can help alleviate those pains at the pump through a revolutionary fifth-generation Nobel Prize fuel catalyst, now available to the public. Boost by Govee increases miles per gallon by an average of 20%, allowing you to go further, lessening how many times you need to fuel up. That's money in the bank. Just pop this little purple pill into your tank and get big gas savings. Professional truck drivers can also experience massive savings because it can also be used in diesel engines and decreases the amount of diesel exhaust fluid that's required. This unparalleled purple pill also increases octane levels by 5 points, which allows regular fuel to act like premium and is safe with over 650 million miles tested without damaging a single vehicle. It's time to free up your budget and increase your bottom line today. Visit GoGasTab.com. That's G-O-G-A-S-T-A-B.com.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.